0: Need a little time for me to just be free of the daily. I need a little time for myself ish. You're listening to self-ish. Finding me time when there's no time. It's time for one off Wednesday. <laughs> one off Wednesday. A one-off episode where Amy and I catch up and talk about things that are happening. Welcome back to Selfish. I've been missing in action. Sorry, Amy, you've been holding the fort. You've been amazing. Oh, I've
1: done nothing except for constantly scroll through social media, which obviously is such a hardship.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, It's so good to see your
0: face. You're the first person I've kind of had a face to face with in what feels like forever, but it's only been two
1: weeks. I know, I feel a little bit bad because I'm still a little bit pink from my run this morning, even though that was a few hours ago. (laughs) So next time I'll make the effort.
0: We have to talk about this. Running, to Uh, anybody who who follows Selfish Podcast um, and doesn't uh, follow us individually on our other socials, uh, why ever not, Um, Amy has just... (laughs) amy has signed up for the london marathon and i was like yeah well that's blimey that's pretty that's amazing and then we were talking earlier and i said so it's like like april next year isn't it and amy no. said
1: <laughs> no it's october i have uh, 201 days to go from couch potato <laughs> To being able to, because also I may have set a rather ambitious time on my form when I filled it in. I thought, if oh I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. <laughs> so, well, the boys want me to do it in three hours, which Whoa. <laughs> I think is going to okay um, So, I did it in six and a half. There you go. <laughs> well, I've put four and a half, but I was very slow. I was very slow. Very my, slow. Um, not a my natural instinct is to attempt to achieve something way beyond my control so in my head I want to do it in three hours 59 but I think realistically four and a half is unrealistic as well this (laughs) is going to be amazing
0: now I think we should definitely put because you're doing it for an amazing charity um and I think we'll talk about that we'll talk about the charity another day because I think it would be really nice if we could get the lovely lovely kind of leader leader of the charity to come and chat to us She's going to have to now, because we've just mentioned drunk yeah, podcast, we, so we she can't Emma, say no. Emma,
1: you better be listening as well, Emma, because
0: <laughs> this is your invite. But um, yeah, you are running for this amazing charity, aren't you? So we're going to yeah. definitely put a link. I think we've got to put a link under this. If you want to sponsor Amy and you don't have to go like crazy, lots of money. We know everyone's struggling a little bit right now. You know, even a couple of quid is, you know, maybe what you're yeah, going to spend on so your latte this week.
1: Um, just the support would be wonderful, but I think we'll have probably have another episode about this, not so that we can talk about me <laughs> being very unfit, but because it's a massive commitment, and um, one that I never really realized how massive it was was um until I'm facing it. So I think it would be good to discuss that and fitting it into a busy life
0: definitely. But, and is it self care or self maintenance? It's a whole episode, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Definitely.
1: <laughs> I'll Definitely let you know in a few weeks. This. Um, but Fee. Yes. I've had a couple of weeks off. I you've have a lot of messages asking how you are and sending their love. Do you feel up to having a little bit of a
0: Yes, I think I might not cry. I think I'm at the point where I'm I actually think I've 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 um cried dry now. <laughs> and okay. all that's in my veins is gin. <laughs> Good girl. Welcome um, to my side, I've, Yes, I've drank way too much. I've ate way too much bad food. I haven't exercised. I've hidden myself away. And it is exactly what I needed to do. So, yeah, I lost my beautiful, beautiful um, Nan. Um, and I was with her uh, the last few hours of her life. It was really incredibly painful, but also an honor because she held my hand through life and I held hers at the end. So, oh gosh, I'm going to get emotional. Yeah, she was was very special to me. So um, for those who don't know, I used to do a little hashtag called Great Nana Wednesdays. My dad is her son and he passed away uh, 18 years ago. So I'm all that she had in the world, in this country. My uncle lives in the Philippines. Less said about that, the better. Uh, (laughs) Maybe one day I'll share, but maybe not right now. Things are a little fragile. Yeah, so it's it's just been really difficult. So kind of I'm her next of kin with my um, my other brother, but I would just go visit her every week. And she's been in a nursing home for the last year, which has been awful because obviously there's no visiting. So it's all been via video call or through a nursing home window. I'd kind of go all weathers standing outside and waving to her. So I feel like we've been cheated out of the last year together. But I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about all the amazing times that we had. So she was quite a young grandma and young Nana. So I think she was only 50 something when I was born. So she literally did everything like we're talking Tower of London, beach trips, proper awesome. And in fun. Yeah, Nana stuff. And um, mm. I've been writing her eulogy, which is, is, is very difficult. But it's full of things like what's-it sandwiches and, um, yeah. you know, because I didn't eat very much when I was when I was a kid. And my mum would stress so much and, you know, I had a lot of eating problems. And so my nan's solution, which kind of worked but wasn't very healthy, was what do you want to eat? And I would say, well, I like hundreds of thousands. So she'd put them in a bowl and just let me eat a whole oh, kind of... Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, or oh, like what's-it sandwiches or... You know, I'd just get through a pack of you know chipsticks, sort of oh yeah, sticks. and of course my mum would be like, no, 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 this isn't working, but it did. It started me eating. I'm not saying this like parenting advice now. Don't <laughs> let your kids see that 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 crap. But that was the kind of person she was. She would do anything that she could for anybody, and she was very giving. And um, yeah, there's a part of me missing. I feel really, really rubbish, and um, it's it, I've taken two weeks. But I'm not saying that those two weeks mean I'm all better now. It means that I'm just, I think I've done, I've taken some advice from our podcast and from you and from all the people we've ever spoken to in seven episodes. Hello. Seven, <laughs> seven. I can't believe it. But it's its its done me the world of good because I've actually listened to what we've been saying, listened to what other people yeah. are saying.
1: And no, it, I've I, done
0: what I needed to do.
1: I do think, um, I was very proud when you shut off your social media. Um, I was very proud that you just wrapped yourself up a little bit I just checked in to make sure you weren't wrapping yourself up so much that you weren't allowing yourself to grieve because from first-hand experience that is not healthy Um we all grieve in different ways but you need to grieve but moving on to the point where you said about listening to the podcast and learning I I felt very similar. I was having a bit of a wobble last week. I actually think I was missing your face on a Monday. Mondays are my favourite day, (laughs) Um, not just because the kids go back to school, but um, (laughs) but um, I had um, a hard week last week. You know, everyone was like, "Oh, the kids going back to school? Well done. What are you doing with your spare time?" And I was like, "I've still got one of them here." Um, I was hormonal. It's Mother's Day. That well, it was Mother's Day yesterday, and as a whole, I just felt rubbish. Um, so I took Thursday off. Thursday was when my eldest went back to school. So it was just me and my husband in the house. And when I came in, I didn't talk to them. I just <laughs> dropped them both at school. And I came in and I did. I had a day off. I met a friend for a walk. I did some pottering. I baked a cake. I didn't do anything any work at all and I took on board um what Alex said in our last couple of episodes where I made it easy for myself and I allowed myself <clears throat> to appreciate that I needed that time I I've been aware for the last few Thursdays probably for about a month and a half that Thursday nights are uh, exhausting I get to Thursday night and think oh crap I've got one more day to go before I get a yeah. lie-in or before we can have a bit of a break even though the break from lockdown weekend isn't particularly enthralling it's still a break from the schooling side of things and the parenting side of things in a different way. Yeah um, sure. So for the first time in about a month and a half Thursday night I felt energised and awake and wasn't guilty of thinking oh fuck it and just drinking wine and passing out on the safe I save that till Friday but I, <laughs> <laughs> but Friday's a healthier day than Thursday to do so I do think it's very nice that we are speaking to all these people that help broaden our horizons and hopefully help others too. For sure. And I think it's really,
0: really changed my whole mindset because, you know, even Rich, my husband is saying, Oh my God, you you're so different. You're just letting things go. And especially these two weeks, it's really been important. So you know, I am a bit of a control freak, but I have let stuff at home go and thought, you know, I told all the people who I work with, you know, I'm just taking these couple of weeks off because I just need my head in the right place. I mean, even... You know, I had a couple of IGTV lives for for my um, magazine lined up. And I, I and I thought normally old me would have said, well, you've got to do it. You can't let yeah. people down. You've got to do it. And it would have been rubbish. It would have I'd not have been my best and it would have not been good for them. And so I was just really honest. And I, and I don't know why I thought that they would be cross, but they weren't. They were absolutely, you know, they'd seen what was going on. They'd seen that I'm going through a really t- tough time. And they're like, no don 't worry at all we'll wait that's fine and the yeah. and the client will wait and everybody's fine everything and you know the ship really doesn't sink and I think that's no. what I learn is like if I stop kind of rowing rowing the boat it still keeps going
1: without it me you know. the oar in. <laughs> yes. Yes. but no it's true i am um, I agree about not becoming uh, I'm definitely i want to talk in A few episodes about becoming an inadvertent martyr and holding all of the mental load um, something that I'm renowned for and yesterday was a prime example of taking my own advice Um, again Mother's Day but normally I would be a bit of a martyr because you know we'd go somewhere and I'd want to get there on time and my husband is always late so I would be like go 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 come on let's do this or <laughs> we up the shopping on the way back from sort of going for a walk and Matt my husband is like right you sit on the sofa and chill it's Mother's Day I'll put it away and normally I'll go oh no because you won't do it properly and blah blah yeah. blah because I'm quite particular about where the food goes and I didn't and I lay on the sofa and read my book and watched some tv and let him bring me prosecco and the kids come and fuss around me um mainly because they wanted to go on youtube and (laughs) we just and when I went through to the kitchen do you know what the shopping was fine yeah and I was like for god's sake Amy! for 20 years I know I've been getting highly drunk about things not being done properly
0: it is. I'm looking back. I'm looking back, especially like in the baby years and toddler years and thinking, oh my God, I wish I'd just let go more. I wish I'd let people help me more. I wish I'd ask for help more. I wish I'd stopped thinking that I've got to be bloody superwoman and juggle everything and that it's okay to drop balls because everybody drops balls and this podcast is you know what even if nobody bloody listens to it i'm listening to it because it's like um it's, it's like great dirty, isn't it, it is. but um great it's great it's helping me i hope it helps others i know that we've had so many really lovely messages not all publicly either lots of people have got in touch you know privately saying you know i've listened to this and it's and it's been you know I know this sounds really weird but I have had somebody say life-changing and for me that's like a massive thing
1: that's That's like a cool
0: thing and it's a new mum a new mum who said like wow just kind of listening to you guys you know the veterans of parenting (laughs) god just don't look at our clothes you'll
1: see what what actually happens
0: yeah but But that's lovely that's lovely it's so nice
1: the the ones I've had a people who say that they feel less alone because they realise they're not the only ones feeling like this and paddling yeah. desperately to try and keep above um, ourselves above water. And I think that's so true. I think we live in a bit of a shielded world and we don't realise um, that we're not the only ones or, or we lose sight of that. But um, I do wonder when it became the norm to be so controlling and to prove ourselves as being so in control i i wonder you know i I spent a lot of time analyzing this like i'm like is it because my mom used to just do everything and be wonder woman Mm. or you know is it just that it's been ingrained in us or is it because i watched brie from desperate housewives and forgot the bit where she became a raging alcoholic so maybe i followed (laughs) her footsteps more than i thought you know there's all these different options as to why and i'm quite interested as to why so um if anyone has any theories as to why. Yeah, I mean, it is interesting, isn't it? The tides are slowly changing.
0: People are starting to go, hey, hold on a minute. This isn't good for us. But it's a very hard habit to break. It is really hard when you're so used to doing everything. And I don't mean that in the respect that my husband doesn't do anything, because he does, he works ridiculously hard. And he, you know, he does his fair share of everything in the house but we you know we have our own jobs we have our own jobs there's certain stuff that I do certain stuff that he does it's not about who does more than the other one we are a team yeah but it's the thinking I think it's the thought process it's I saw something on Facebook actually about um When a mum leaves the house and when a dad leaves the house, I don't like that the whole dividing mums and dads, because I know some dads, you know, stay at home dads. I think it's the the person who does the majority of the childcare. Yeah. They leave the house. It's you make sure you're ready, the kids are ready, the bags are packed, this and this and this. And when the person who doesn't do the majority of the childcare leaves the house, it's I get up, I get dressed and I go.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely the mental load. And I remember talking to a male friend about this. He said, but she only works three days a week and I work five and yet she's um, getting angry about this. And I was like, yeah, but in the nicest possible way. She doesn't work three days a week. She works, she goes to work three days a week, mm-hmm. but she works seven days a week. Um, and I'm not saying men don't parent seven days a week, but I, I'd love, I said, when did you last think about school uniform um, or pack-ups, or if you've got enough food for that, or have you paid for the trip? I said, it's not a slight on you or your relationship. You know, you split your relationship. And yes, the person, like you said, who does the majority of the childcare. Does the majority of the child admin probably? Yeah. But that doesn't mean she, the person at home, is doing less. It's just it's probably less visible. You don't sit and go, Well, what did you do between 8:30 and 6 o'clock in the office today? Did you take breaks? Did you have a cup of coffee outside on a bench? Or did you stand by the water cooler and talk? No one has no one questions what someone does when they're at the office. So the questioning, I'd like to think that the current situation has maybe made people a bit more aware of what happens when people are at home
0: I think so for sure and I, I know definitely Rich has noticed you know this last year how much is done at home while I'm working and he's like oh my god so you do all this and you fit your work around it and I was like yeah but I'm not like a superhero Since everybody does that you know most people yeah. are, are learning to do that now but I think it, it has changed just like kind of almost He always knows that I work, but I think because he thought when the kids are at school that maybe I just uh, have a couple of hours off watching Netflix, which I don't. You know, maybe every now and again I will now, but
1: yeah,
0: yeah. But I think yeah, I think this it's definitely opened my eyes and made me look at things differently. And doing this podcast and only seven episodes in, it's just been. um, It's been great. And it's just so it's not just talking to professionals either. Like we're talking to different parents and different people and knowing that they feel the same way. So these feelings are really normal and that the feelings you have are valid. And also, if you say that you are having a really shit day with your kids, it doesn't mean that you're a bad parent. It doesn't mean you're a bad person if sometimes you don't like your child because they've been particularly uh, older kids, I'm talking about as well. But you know, just. It's okay to feel that way, and it doesn't make you a bad person, and it also doesn't mean that you're weak if that you can't cope with things. In fact, no, I, I think
1: so that is the massive point. That being weak is something that sat on my shoulders, but and I think a lot of other people feel the same. Um, and also, I think we talked about this with Alex. Um, when you talk about the guests, I've made a concerted effort as to when I look at people who I'd love to come on the show, they are people who are real and relatable because we have, we talked about this um, before, there are some brilliant podcasts out there, Russell Brand, Fern um, Cotton, Elizabeth Day, um, just to name a few, and they're yeah. brilliant. Um, but I still sit there a little bit with a, I don't find this as relatable as I could yeah. do. Yeah. And so I hope that the guests... um that we have who are real people living real lives not that obviously they don't live real lives and that those podcasts are great but sometimes you look at them and you just think that's still unattainable for me yeah yeah I know I know I know
0: exactly what you're saying yeah absolutely and I think that's why people are enjoying it because we are just talking about normal regular stuff like yeah the washing machine broke and my husband couldn't find a mop because we
1: don't have one. That was brilliant when he came in earlier, um, just before we started recording, and he said, is this a mop? And he said, no. And he says, do we have a mop? And he said... No. Um, <laughs> but let me explain that. I mean, that. we, don't, I mean, we don't have
0: a mop because the floors are wooden floors. So, like, it's not that we're just disgusting and don't clean the floors. Yeah, yeah, you're just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like Just let the dogs lick the floor, you know. it's clean.
1: Mm.
0: It's, I use one of those, like, and this is where you need to be visual. It's like a squidgy mop thing. You know, like you spray, it's got a spray thing attached it's, it's to like it. It's like your
1: flash power mop that you put your yes. liquid in, isn't
0: it? Yeah, and then you take the thing off and then you put that in the washing machine. And then you've got two, you swap them over. It's very cool. Uh, do
1: you know what? I don't think I've ever put mine in the washing machine. bacteria <laughs> <really. laughs> Do you, know, it in the bacteria around oh, do you know what we got though? So we, when we had our extension, we bought a robot vacuum. It was brilliant. It oh, were they weird. any good? Yes, but it broke last year. So somehow the place we bought it from, they didn't do it anymore. So they just offered us a refund um, yeah. to get a different one. So we bought one with a mop. So we have a robot vacuum and a robot mop. That is so cool. It just makes me so happy. (laughs) (laughs) She's called them. so cool. She's called Jill, and it's like having, like, a naughty puppy around because she just bumbles about. She is We do call her a she. She bumbles about, and she gets caught under the fire, and she'll drag a blanket about with her. But if you fill up the mop level and just put, like, a bit across a couple of rugs or the, you know, the doors that you don't want them to go in, it's great. You come back and your floor's all shiny. That sounds amazing. I don't I need to one. do
0: anything. I I need one. Then he'd then he'd come into me and go, is this the mop? <laughs> is, this, uh, yes, it is. is this yes, it is this? Oh bless him. We were in here chatting, weren't we, preparing for this podcast and uh, we've got mosh machine's got a leak. So um <laughs> He didn't know. What, what? what I was like, I just use towels. Towels, towels, towels. It's fine. It's fine. Poor Rich. I'm making him out to be like really stupid now, aren't I? <laughs> he's
1: nice. He's adorable.
0: <laughs> he's, he's good. He's been amazingly supportive of this podcast. And he says he, he says he likes it. And I was like, you've listened? You've listened? He said, yes, it must be good because I'm even bothering to listen. So there you go. Oh, <laughs> well, there That's we go. Good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> but awesome. yeah, it's been a really... Um, shitty two weeks. I was gonna say I, tough but I think she's probably more accurate. Yes, <laughs> first, Yes, it's been awful, it's been awful, and um, I've still got the funeral to do, which is next week. Um, but yeah, it's okay, it's kind of okay. I'm getting there if you if there is a way of getting there. Do you know what I mean? I feel like I'm all right. I'm okay. I'm not going to lose, completely lose the plot, but I am very sad and a little bit feeling not quite myself.
1: Well, it's just take each time. um, I want to say each day at a time, but I don't even think it's each day at a time. Take each hour at a time. Yeah, that's it. Little,
0: Little bits and bobs can suddenly make me feel very sad and then suddenly I can feel very happy. And it's also... The kids trying to help them through it as well, because they were very close to their great nana and close to their grandma, who only passed away nine weeks before my nan died. So it's, and then my dad has been taken into hospital with sepsis as well. So their little minds are just a little bit like, actually in Oscar's words, who threw himself on the bed, very upset, said, I don't like life. It's not very nice. I think I that's said, quite an eloquent illico- <laughs> way of describing it, to be honest. Yes, and it is. And I said, you know what, sometimes it's not. And as awful as what we're going through is, and as, you know, people, this is life. This is life. And, I, and it's kind of a good life lesson, isn't it, for him to understand that life isn't all about, um, you know, birthdays and Christmases and, and, and yeah, is, and, and
1: park trips it's, and stuff. It's, um it's a hard lesson, really hard lesson. The thing I is, think, they need to yeah. learn to grieve. Yeah, definitely from us. And um I think if they don't see you cry and they see it just as sunshine and flowers, then that's possibly what they're going to grow up to feel yeah, as well. It's like, interesting to say that, actually. that. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Sorry, what were you going to say? I was just going to say I am. Um, I always thought a lot about that. So the day my mum was diagnosed. I um, had a big cry to my eldest sister and I just said what am I going to tell the boys so even then it wasn't about my feelings it was mm-hmm. about protecting the children and for the first year of her being poorly I was utterly protective I don't think they saw me cry once and then I realized how unhealthy that was um yeah and so now I make a massive point of saying it's okay to cry. Yeah. It's okay to be upset. It's not a bad thing to be sad. Um, it means that you cared very much, which shows that actually it's a good thing in the long run because you you were lucky yeah. enough to have someone in your life that
0: Definitely. you cared
1: about and who cared about you. I've also...
0: Said to them about because I've been quite snappy as well because I'm obviously it's not just losing her because I'm the next of kin here in this in the in the country I've had to sort her whole house out, uh, packing things away, deciding what to keep. You know, it's quite traumatic, and also doing the whole funeral by myself is it's, it's quite a yeah quite a tricky yeah. thing so I'm not just crying I'm also quite stressed and, and a little bit snappy and I'm trying to explain that to them that that's part of grief as well That yeah I can be quite snappy grumpy miserable maybe I don't want to talk for a bit so I'm going to just go and hide away for a little bit and, and yeah. come back and 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 it's good for them to see that because then they they understand if they're feeling those things that that's completely normal too.
1: Yeah, you can Natural. do that. My um counselor asked me what I thought I was like when I was depressed versus what other people see when I'm depressed. And so I asked Matt and <laughs> Matt said the best way to describe when I'm either grieving or depressed is that like I'm like a cat going off to die in that I go and oh. find myself oh my headphones I go and find myself a safe space and shut myself away and curl up and I think that's quite an interesting thing he says you stop nesting Mm. um and so I think that's a really interesting observation so that when we talk about catching ourselves when we're at our lowest we look at things that we don't always realise because I, I must admit, I didn't even realise I did that. I didn't realise I, I shut myself away. Mm. I knew I shut myself off mentally, but I didn't realise there was a physical side to it as well.
0: Yeah. That's um, it. that is really interesting, isn't it? I wonder I wonder what Rich would say about um how i've been this last couple of weeks i do and do you know the weirdest thing you know we've talked about this you know how we always apologize apologize for how you're feeling we've talked about this in the past i've been doing that a lot this week so i'll suddenly just burst into tears and then say i'm sorry i'm really sorry i'll i will be back to my normal self soon and he's like don't be ridiculous yes you've just lost someone you really really
1: love you don't need to be sorry but i don't know if that's um I don't know why I think a lot of people have high expectations um of how we should be perceived or how we should act and again I don't know if it's ourselves or what people have said in the past I know you said something about people saying about how old she was
0: yeah that's um, the hardest I think that's a really hard thing she was 93 and I think you know, the majority of people have been so lovely and understanding. I mean, everyone's been nice. Nobody's been horrible, but there's been a, been a few comments like, well, you know, she was old and she'd lived her life. And I said, yeah, it doesn't mean that she was any less important than someone who was 20. And it doesn't mean that it hurts any less because she was old and and it still hurts. And it's still, you know, she's a big part of my life. And the thing is like, it's little things like my, um I f- used to phone her every day if not every other day and so I have reminders on my phone and it's the little things that keep popping up like you know you should got your video call with the with the care home you've got your glass visit next week or and the, the worst thing was like they'd lifted the restrictions hadn't they so that we could go and actually hold yeah. a hand and she died after that and that flicked up on my phone and I was like
1: no not
0: fair and it's, it's little, li- it's little things
1: yeah yeah it is I remember I used to call my mum every day for I don't remember a morning I didn't call my mum whether I was driving to work or doing the school run and driving home and so for the first couple of months I had to just call Matt who was in the car on the way to work and just say I just need to call you because I don't actually know how to drive home without speaking to someone Um, which is just bizarre and I'm fine now but But then you say that, but even every now and then, I'll sort of something funny will happen at drop off, and I'll think, Oh, I should have told mum about that. I'd love to tell mum about that. I'll call her, and I'm like, Oh, no, no, no. no. Um, But it's just, it's part of it. But you are right in that you should definitely validate, you you should definitely be allowed to feel sad, no matter what the situation is.
0: Yeah, yeah. And she was awesome. So, there you know, she's going to be missed because she was awesome. Yeah. And with a wicked sense of humor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You probably have a lot to say about this episode. (laughs) She would.
0: She would. She would. She really would. But yeah, it's been a tricky, tricky couple of weeks. But um, yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. We're all getting through it. The kids are back to school. They're happy, happy, happy. Uh, It's all good. It's very quiet without them now. It's quite nice. Yes, it's beautiful, isn't it? Do I miss them? No. No. Do no. I feel guilty for miss not missing them? No. No. Not I don't at all. think I've met anyone who's missing their kids yet. I don't know.
1: Maybe it's because they break up in a couple of weeks for Easter. Well, this is it. We're we'll stuck with them again soon. <laughs> I'm also very much aware that at any moment, I mean, my friend's son, blessing me, only made it three days into term before his. Um, one of his classmates tested positive and so they had to go home and just feel for them because you know it's going to happen and it's inevitable and it has to happen at the moment but oh you feel for them yeah I feel for me but I feel for them more totally
0: because they've just got back with their friends haven't they so for all those who've had to go into isolation already I've seen a few on social media like you know four days we did four days (laughs) And now we're in two weeks in isolation. It's, so it's, like, it's I was saying to my husband Rich the other day, I was saying, do you think in ten years we'll look back at this and just think, did that really happen? Do you remember that? Do you think
1: we'll remember it as bad as I it still part? feel like we're oh, in a really bad yeah. I feel like we're in a really bad Hollywood movie. <laughs> I really do, with everything going on. That's um, been going on for way I just too feel long. like I'm in a really bad. But well, I feel like maybe it was a writer who couldn't decide what they wanted to write about. <laughs> so they just threw everything in at once, and it's all just this big jumbled pile of shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they haven't decided and on it the would ending. And at the box office, even. What's the ending? No, they don't know the ending And they, they don't It'll just tank at the box office Even if Is it going um, like to be like Lost?
0: Is it going to be like the ending of Lost? Oh no, I can't really even Oh my God, what players, a letdown
1: <laughs> What a letdown Maybe that's
0: what will happen no, <laughs> no, don't, watch watch last,
1: <laughs> don't watch the last season of Lost I invested it was so, so much Maybe of my life into that,
0: that. It's horrible I think it's there should be a law against When you invest your life into a TV show and that it's a really bad ending, I think that they should pay you compensation because you've actually <laughs> invested so many hours of your time.
1: If it's a letdown, they well, should you know be what? I've watched it twice, Fee. No! <laughs> I've watched it twice. The whole series of Lost Twice, I watched it when it first came out. Um, and then I watched it, gosh, I think it was about two or three years ago. I had it on in the background while I was doing some bits. And I just thought, I'm going to watch it and see if I'm as disappointed as I was. And I really was disappointed. (laughs) I was just as angry that I'd wasted two sets of, what was it, like 10 seasons or something? There's so many. There's so many. Yeah.
0: right on that note, <laughs> yeah <I was laughs> <thinking>. i'm losing a <laughs> will to live we will let you all go we will let you all go but thank you so much for all of your kind messages um of support and also for all your loveliness about um the podcast and please do keep liking and sharing because we want to get lots of visibility out there for us because we know that it's helping so many we want to help some more
1: people and we'll have a new episode out on friday this is just a little extra bonus bye bye
0: I need a little time for me to just be free of the daily I need a little time for myself ish.
1: If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and share.